You are now listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zayer. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. This is the Build a Brain podcast, one thought at a time, one block at a time. We are building how we think and how we learn by learning about Feuerstein's 28 cognitive functions. Those are big words to just mean learning skills. Remember that everything you do in life is a learned skill. Do we have innate talents we're born with? Yes. Yes, we do. We have wonderful talents that God gives us to start life out with, but skills are built. And no matter what you've been given in the way of gifts, if they're going to be taken to their ultimate level, you've got to build them. So this idea of learning, which a lot of people think, oh, I either have it or I don't, can actually be built. And so today we're going to dive into one more beautiful cognitive function that here at the MindCap Center, where I am so blessed to be the executive director, I have a fabulous team of 10 people, and we're going to tackle one that's called using two or more sources of information, or sometimes we also call it holding on to two or more sources of information. So if you think about it, um, Kibway, let me ask you, have you ever left the living room and you you go somewhere in the house and you stand there and go, why am I here? Oh, just about every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we all have. It's like, what am I? And so we have to turn around and go back to the room, you know, your living room or wherever you were at where you had the idea. Oh yeah, I need to pick up my, my blank and my blank. You know, there's a couple things you were going to get or even just one thing. So we do struggle to hold simple pieces of information in our mind. And yet, as simple as this sounds, yeah, I can remember two things. Then how come we forget all the time? So let me ask you another one. Have Because you meet a lot of people in your lifetime because you have so many arenas you operate in like I do. We're constantly meeting people going to meetings and banquets and yeah and you meet someone and you walk away going Ugh, what's her name I don't remember what she tell me her name was so has that happened to you a lot it happens a lot yeah okay so you can relate to that one too yeah I read once that a baby an infant is born with the ability to recognize a human face like a drawing of an oval with eyes, a nose, and a mouth, a baby, an infant, newborn, will turn and look at instead of like just an abstract pattern, which you'd think would be interesting. They have been wired for human faces. So you know how you meet someone at church or a banquet or something and you walk away going, oh, I hope I can remember their name. That's why we have business cards, right? I think every business card should have your picture on it because you're wired for the face. You aren't for the name. 
A name is about language. And we have to learn words and connect them to something that means something. So when you were a little boy, you had to learn what a hippopotamus was compared to an elephant. And you had to learn that. Well, it's the same as we meet Joe and Alice and Fatima and we're going, oh, what's her name? What's her name? So holding two sources of information is a simple skill that our brain needs to build. It's one of those building blocks that a very, very young child needs to develop as young as 12 months old, 18 months old. So you might tell a little toddler, honey, bring me your shoes and your boat. Just pick two things (laughs) and see if they can hold on to two things as they go and get them and bring them back to you. So start with the toddlers and give them two things at a time to remember. When a child gets older, I mean, now now catapult forward like into middle school and you're taking history class and you're doing some American history project and you're supposed to compare World War I with World War II. Say you're, you're looking at the outcomes of these two wars. And one kind of bled into the other, actually, is what happened. A lot of the reasons we had World War II was because of how they didn't wrap up World War I very well. Maybe that's just my opinion. But anyway, so it starts very young with just your littlest people. And through the years, we keep building it until you can take big ideas and hold both of them in your head. So tell me, Kibway, what's a couple of big ideas that you're holding in your head right now? Because I know you got a lot going on right now in your life big ideas one is Mm -hmm. the entire process of moving from indiana to colorado that's a seems like a big idea Uh, and then the next one is how i'm going to uh, continue to grow my business in colorado so i'm thinking about like what networks and who i need to meet and what places i need to go and shake hands at where i need to show up Mm -hmm. at um, Mm -hmm. because the goal is to to continue to grow my own podcast and my own network even bigger um, and I'm going to provide my service you know to one company so that I can continue to learn and become sharper as I build my yes. own so it just seems like a lot of things that could possibly be conflicting um, but I believe they will work out does that make sense? yeah while you're unpacking boxes yeah yeah. while I'm packing <laughs> and unpacking and no, wait a minute. Where did the kitchen knives go? That's Where right. did I put? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, that's a perfect example. New job, new incredible career in front of you, yet you're going to keep growing your existing business that you have, the Guru Podcasting, and also be moving. And this is why sometimes people say things like, if somebody gives me one more thing to do today, I'm going to lose it because I cannot handle one more thing, right? I had a I had a wise woman tell me once that we're all born with a different size of suitcase of how much we can handle each day. And I think that depending upon how you feel physically, like if you're just getting over, you know, a bad cold or COVID or something, your suitcase just got smaller. Like I can just handle a few things today. And then there's days, man, I'm hauling a big old carry bag behind me on wheels. I've got so much that 
I'm holding on to and I'm handling in a day's time. So I thought that was kind of a, a good life lesson is, and then we have to make those choices, which are always difficult between two things because you can have two or three really good things in front of you and now I've got to choose and to choose which one to do and which one to maybe let go is going back to that uh, comparing I think that was number seven of our podcasts but related to number six the number six podcast was searching for relevant cues So when you have two things, either big ideas or just two objects you're trying to remember, like what are the two things we go to the grocery store to pick up and we don't come home with them because we didn't write them down and you're wondering what what is it that I needed. So we're, we're remembering why are they relevant and if you're comparing two different things, then I've got to figure out the relevant cues that go with each one. What's important about each one? And what's not so important that could help you almost like make a list of how to compare these two things so that now I can let it go and I'm going to chase this one and I'm going to have to let go of something else. So I've got a little of that going on in my life too. I think that's why I went with that one because I'm going to have to let some things go here in the future and scary because you want to hold on to what you need to hold on to, but how do you decide that? Well, it all starts with this sweet little cognitive function is being able to hold two things in my mind at the same time. So parents, mentors, uh, grandparents, aunts and uncles, um, if you're a youth pastor or if you're on this podcast because you want to grow your own ability to be a better learner, a better thinker, then remember this one. This is such a good little cognitive function or learning skill is holding on to two sources of information so that I can compare them. Any thoughts on that one, Kibway, before we wrap up? Yes, actually. I figured you um, did. So I'm thinking about how we practice this, right? How do you know mm-hmm. when a child is trying to hold maybe too many things, too many ideas at once? And how, as an adult, do you evaluate if you're getting better at holding two super relevant ideas or opportunities or desires mm-hmm. um, at the same time? Because I think even holding that much um variety you know depending mm-hmm. on what the things are can mm-hmm. take a lot of focus and i know for children that might be difficult but i know because they have brains like we do that they try that a lot but as children get older and become adults like me yeah. and you if they don't learn that we as adults mm-hmm. are then still trying to figure that out mm-hmm. so if you could mm-hmm. talk just a little bit about how to evaluate mm-hmm. that for children. And then as an adult mm-hmm. who's listening to this, just trying to get better themselves, 
what's some mm-hmm. things that they can do? Mm, perfect. Perfect question. Thank you. So we use the Feuerstein method that he didn't invent. He just recognized high quality human interactions and he called it mediation. I talked a little bit about it in our intro, I think number one podcast. Mediation is asking good questions. So you could ask yourself these questions. You could ask your, some two-year-olds have amazing language and you can have a conversation with them, but definitely by the time they're three, they're talking your leg off and you're wishing they'd be quiet once in a while. But ask questions like, can you tell me what you think about this and this? So it could be as simple as, Tell me about what you think about pizza and chicken nuggets, because every child has an opinion about pizza and chicken nuggets. So food is a great place to start. And what you're doing is asking them to compare. Now, as they get to be four years old, you can now start using the word compare. So you could ask a child, but again, you can ask yourself or another young adult that you're, you're mentoring would you compare for me these two choices that you just told me about? You're wondering whether I should go to this college or this college. For example, say you're mentoring a senior in high school or a junior that's looking at colleges. So how are they similar and how are they different? Those are your two questions that are the power tools of questions for comparing. So how are they similar and how are they different? Now you could do that with a two and three year old with two toys, with do you like to take a bath or take a shower? How are they similar? How are they different? Well, you hope similar, the a little three year old's gonna figure out, I get clean either way. <laughs> but how are they different? Oh, I get to play in the tub with my toys. So if I love playing in water, I can play more in a tub where I can't play much in a shower. So kind of a fun way to get a child to hold two ideas in their mind, whether they're a three-year-old or a 17-year-old, but ask the question, tell me how they're the same or similar. Tell me how they're different. And if they are holding those two ideas in their head, you're going to know it by the answers they give you. How are they the same and how are they different? Simple question. That's awesome. Powerful thinking. That's awesome. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So by doing this cognitive function, either for yourself or others, you are building a brain. One thought at a time, one block at a time. Thanks for being with Kibway and I today. Hope you'll come back for some more sessions. And it's exciting to get all your emails and your notes from around the world. So thank you, Denmark. I hear we hit the top 50 educational podcasts. So thank you, friends in Denmark. Keep sharing it. Let's let's go higher up the ladder. Australia, you're behind. You need to catch up. Okay. (laughs) So let's do it. All right. See everybody at the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting to know more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mind-cap.org. That's www.mind-cap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. 
The specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a better brain. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.